everyone. This is a relatively unplanned video. I didn't have any sort of script written for this. I'm doing this because of a meeting I had with a widow recently. And, well, to be honest, I'm, I'm a bit mad. And I'm going to rant a little bit. And I figure that everyone out there should be able to hear me rant about what I'm about to say because a lot of people are probably making the same mistakes that I just saw. So I'm going to let you hear me uh, scream and whine and, 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 and throw a fit and hopefully other people will benefit from not making the same mistakes that I saw uh, earlier uh, this week. This was a couple of days ago. I've had some time to cool off. Uh, fortunately, you know, getting sick you know, enabled me to uh, have time to have a cooler head you know, and not be up here you know, coughing my brains out. But still, I am up here you know, thinking this needs to be said. You know, you know, while laying in bed, you know, coughing my brains out, I still thought, you know, should I do this or should I just let it go? And no, I thought it does need to be said. So here we go. All right. I met with a widow a couple of days ago who was in her 70s. And the intent was to try to get survivor benefits for her. She, uh, she had uh, TRICARE benefits and she had an ID card. You know, some things seemed pretty good, you know, and some things did not. You know, when I heard about her situation, some things just didn't seem to add up. So I agreed to meet with her and go through her husband's military records. And she brought a bunch of records. It was a lot of stuff. So I was sitting there with her going through stuff for a good hour, trying to find something that showed that she was eligible for some sort of survivor benefit. And, well, the short of it is after chatting with her and going through all these records, I kept finding more and more stuff. You know, it's, you know, it's like I could smell it. You know, I kept finding bits and pieces that made it seem like I was getting closer. But then, finally, I found... A document signed by her husband and signed by her turning down the reserve component survivor benefit plan and a couple of years later when he applied for retired pay turning down the active component survivor benefit plan and to make matters worse 
Only a few months after he applied for retired pay, the service member passed away. In fact, less than a year after applying for retired pay, he passed away. And that left her with no survivor benefits whatsoever. I actually met her 18 years after the fact. And that is why I thought things just seemed odd because... 18 years after and she has no survivor benefits that doesn't seem normal but then here I was staring at a retired pay application signed by both both she and the retiree and you know and a witness everything done just the way it should be to turn it down and I was crushed. There was nothing that could be done. Everything had been done legally to refuse the survivor benefit plan. And all because the guy thought, like we all do, the guy thought he would live. And then this happened. He passed away just a short time afterwards. So my rant here is, as I have said many times before, when you get a 20-year letter, DJ says you should take that Department of Defense Form 2656-5, which is a, um, in fact, I'm going to go through all the key ones here. So, Department of Defense Form 2656-5, a reserve component survivor benefit uh, election certificate. You should take that and make a survivor benefit election. That, that form will have coverage for you from the time that you receive a 20-year letter until the time that you start to receive retired pay at 60 or earlier if you're eligible for a drop in your retirement age. And if you have eligible uh, events like divorces or marriage or or a change or um, dependent changes or whatever, you can make changes to the survivor benefit plan. Uh, with Department of Defense Form 2656-6, and I'm going to put um, I'm going to put examples of all of these in the show notes so that you can see these. Um, if if you need to make changes, you can do so very easily with DD 2656-6. It's quite simple. It it actually takes. Uh, more time to fill out the header information, you know, the normal demographic information, than it does to tell why you're making the change. It's it's actually quite simple. And then if you have divorces and you know, divorces are actually the easiest because there are two ways that a an ex-spouse can be be given a survivor annuity either you know whether it's court ordered or uh, 
whether it's mutually agreed upon, however, you know, but if, if a, an ex-spouse is to receive a survivor annuity, then you can either use Department of Defense Form 2656-1, which is a statement of former spouse coverage. That is what the service member would use to state that the ex-spouse is to receive the survivor annuity upon his passing. Also, the ex-spouse can notify DFAS at the same time with Department of Defense Form 2656-10, which is a reserve component slash reserve component survivor benefit plan slash survivor benefit plan request for deemed election. So this is allowing the ex-spouse, the be it husband or wife, to approach DFAS and say, hey, I am authorized a survivor annuity upon the passing of my service member uh, ex-spouse. Should that occur, please make that a point of record. So either person in the in the situation can make that announcement within one year of it becoming a matter of record with the court. And with all of these changes, the key time frame is one year. The difference, I should state, is when you get a 20-year letter, the time frame to make your initial election is 90 days from the date you receive the 20-year letter. For all of the changes, whatever changes are going on, you have one year from the date of the initiating event. All right. And then it, whenever you have the, the sad day that the service member does pass away, you can initiate the survivor annuity with Department of Defense Form uh, 2656-7, which is verification for survivor annuity. And there are a few other things that go along with that. And, you know, please don't do this yourself. Uh, Have a survivor uh, outreach services specialist or a retirement services officer assist you with this because it can be rather complicated. Uh, It can be confusing especially when you're in the whirlwind of a, uh, a family member's death. All right, so that's a whole bunch of uh, form numbers and whatnot. But the big thing to take away from this is don't leave your family member in a lurch. Don't leave them with nothing. A lot of people get sticker shock when they look at the survivor benefit plan and see how much it costs and they they say i can get that for cheaper if i get a term life insurance policy and 
the answer really is you can't when you break it down by the numbers. If you go to any generic life insurance quote site and you tr you truly calculate the value of the plan over time, then you can't really get something of the same value. And when I say the same value, I'm talking about something that will last for the same amount of time as the survivor benefit plan will. For the same amount of money and the same amount of time. So you might be able to get a $500,000 policy, but will that policy be able to fund $2,000 a month for 35 years, which might be the remaining lifespan of your spouse? So let's see. Let's just figure out what that would be. I don't have my mental calculator going right now, so we'll just figure out what what that is and I messed that up so all right so two thousand dollars times twelve times thirty five is eight hundred forty thousand dollars so that and that's not counting tax implications and other other you know, little factors so if you just were going to count the basic $2,000 per month for 35 years, that would be $840,000. That's not counting the fact that you've got inflation over time and you would actually need more than $2,000 per month. But if you just wanted $840,000, now that is much more than the 500,000 that you thought you were going to need. And now you're you've got to factor in that you are you know 50, 55, 60 years old, take your health into consideration as well. And you're looking for this much money. That's a whole lot more than you're likely to get out of your standard life insurance policy. Most, most of the time when you're looking for a term life insurance policy in your 50s and 60s, you're talking about 250 to 500,000 and not you know, 750 to a million. And when you calculate the true value of the survivor benefit plan, very easily will it be a million or more. And if you want to get a, a true estimate of what the survivor benefit plan is for you, then just go to rcretirement.com and fill out the retired pay estimate sheet. The, the form that linked on the right-hand side and in the comments section list what your retire I mean what your 
life insurance amount is, and I'll run an estimate for you just so you can get an idea of what the uh, what your survivor benefit value is and how that compares to uh, a life insurance policy that you might have. I think the numbers would be quite surprising to you. I'll even throw in an estimate of how that compares to, say, a, an equivalent generic life insurance policy for someone of your age or of someone at the, in fact, make it a little easier, make it someone of the age at which you would be applying for retired pay, which would be 60. So that would give you a much more uh, real world uh, sort of view of how things would be. Now, there are other insurance options. You know, I'm not an insurance broker, uh, so I can't really talk about those as much as I would like to. I, I, I do love insurance, and, and, and you know, I w would love to talk about them, uh, about the options of insurance, but uh, I want to to do so in a manner in which uh, I'm qualified to do so. And since I am not a qualified insurance uh, broker of any sort, I'm going to refrain uh, from, from doing that in this video. All right, so uh, let's go back to the gist of this. Uh, I want you to take away from this video, don't leave your loved ones in a lurch consider the value of the survivor benefit plan, talk with financial professionals, talk with survivor uh, outreach services professionals, talk with retirement services officers, talk with people who know what these military benefits that you have earned are before you turn them down. You've worked hard for these benefits. Don't turn them down lightly. Just because there is a price attached to them doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. We're kind of spoiled by the fact that we get so much given to us for nothing. We should not you know, have a, an immediate knee-jerk reaction just because there is something that has a price tag. And that seems to be, at least from my perspective, how some people are reacting when it comes to things like the Survivor Benefit Plan. So I ask that you make a more informed decision or at least do a little more research before making a decision of so grave an impact on your families. All right, so that's all I have for this particular episode. That's my rant for this episode, and I thank you for sitting through it. And I would like to say that if you have sat through this much of my rant, then obviously you're a dedicated part of my audience, and I ask that 
If you would like to continue being such a dedicated part of my audience, then please go to patreon.com slash rcretirement and subscribe to support me on a monthly basis, make things a little easier for me so that I can continue doing this work. And also, since I'm trying to beat the uh, social network uh, tracking site socialblade.com's projection that I will not hit uh, 1,000 subscribers by, it, it turns out it's September, then let's go this way, then come over here and click on the subscribe icon and let's get over a thousand subscribers by September and and beat that but but I'm all tongue-tied now let's beat that projection and just see how we can make algorithms uh, proven wrong let's show how uh, reality is better than uh, better than math or you know or maybe proven uh, correct. We'll just see. All right. So that is all I have for today. Thank you, as always, for spending your time with me. And as always, thank you for your service. Have a great day.